and welcome in to another. I've, I've lost count. Do I? Do, do I? I'm pretty sure once we get to this point, we don't have to say this. This is episode whatever number, unless we're like inside yeah, the actor's studio or whatever sure it may if be. I know the answer to that question. Yeah, I think it's five. I don't All know right. for certain, but hey, we're back. Well, with, look in your podcast player. If you see, yeah. you see five shows stacked up, then it's five. Then it's number five. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's four. I it, don't know. Yeah, it's Mike and Molson. Too good for radio. Appreciate you tuning in. Just trying to give you some levity. There's a lot of you know craziness going on around the world and everything else. So we're just trying to bring you a little bit of fun and discuss some interesting topics we found from the internet. You know what I what occurs to me is podcasts all have some sort of a, a mission, a theme. You know, sometimes they're a, a mini series. Sometimes that's true. An overarching. They're trying I, don't, to, I don't know what the hell this is. I don't either. T- we, we're the, we're the antithesis of that. Yeah. We're not trying to solve life's mysteries or unearth some old footage of some crime that happened or anything. Right. That, those seem to be the most popular, though. Are the ones that like yeah. people are people oh, yeah. really people in? They, they like that. they like gory, like gross, grisly murder stuff. They're brilliant. But, they do a really uh, good I, job. You know, every but once in a while, if you if you feel like you're just in the mood for listening to something where you say, I don't know what this is, but I'm listening to it, uh, then that's what this is. Yeah, that's exactly what this is because we begin with this particular question. It's too good to be on radio, but not quite good enough to be a podcast. I We're think right is, in, is really what this is. <laughs> We're right in that sweet spot of. <laughs> I don't know where it belongs or what good it brings to the world, right, right. but yet it's still here in audio form for me to listen yeah, to. It would be amazing if it were on the radio. It would be great on the radio, uh, but it, as a podcast, I don't think anyone wants to hear this. No, exactly. It should probably be on the radio, but it's too good for that. Yeah, so, but it's not. But it's not a podcast-worthy thing. What's going on here? I do too. So uh, let's get into it then. Of uh, uh, this question. What band considered great is a band you can't stand? I think we know the answer right away for you. For well, years. I'll always, yeah, I'll, I'll always, uh, I'll always point to the Eagles, uh, which really people just love more than they should. Yeah, and what is it about uh, the Eagles that you can't stand so much? Um, they're always complaining about something. Okay. You know, there's always like a, a woman uh, trying to get them. Or there a, is I'm trapped in a hotel. There's lion eyes. There's um, witchy, witchy women. Woman, everything and, going on there, and, and it's never. It's always. It's just a complaint. It just sounds like a nonstop complaint. Yeah, and then people that. always go, but those harmonies. <laughs> it's like you know what, the barbershop quartet has awesome harmonies too. I don't like them either. Right, <laughs> they also bug me. Uh, for me, I'm trying to when I when I first read this, I was trying to think of more modern bands, mm-hmm. uh, but one that always gets me. Now there's two that, that's popping up, and and I fell into it. I think everyone goes through a phase where you think bands like the Grateful Dead and Fish are great. Right. And then you realize they're crap. Right. That they're not great. They're just guys who got super high and were in the studio going, hey, we're going to try things. And here's a 15 minute long jam session that just goes nowhere. Yeah. And I think they I, I think there was something of uh, it was a secret club, you know, because you only you had to follow them and right, see their concerts yeah. live and go there and you had to experience because you didn't experience and you really weren't seeing fish or you really weren't experiencing. Oh, I experienced it once. The, Did you? A fish concert. Yeah. Don't experience it unless you're someone you to, who loves to do drugs. Do you have to burn your clothes afterwards. I was very close, yeah. uh, but I, I, I'm not one who partakes in any of the hallucinogenics or anything like that. Gotcha. So it was it was like when you if you're a person who doesn't drink and you're about around a bunch of drunks. Right. It's basically what it boils down That's to. No fun. These people were all in trance like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. And I am just bored out of my freaking mind because I'm like, no one needs a 15 minute bass solo. 
I'm just over it. So those bands are, are considered kind of great that I can't say. The Doors are another one that I just don't get. Yeah. Why it's why great they, how great they are. It's just like, I just don't get, like, had, had Jim Morrison lived longer, would the Doors still be great? I think everyone Probably would be not. like, everyone would have been like, eh, not so much on that. I tell you who should not really get the acclaim that they get, the Beach Boys. Why do people like the Beach Boys? My dad loves, once again, it goes back to harmonies maybe, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, look, once in a while in the summer, hearing a song about the beach, awesome. They went a little too hard on that. Every album, every song on every album has something to do with sand, a sailboat, salt water, something. It's like, how many, how much can you die? And at times, I cannot, and, and people a can girl, light me up. A bikini. People can light me up if they want. <laughs> I could not tell. If you put a Jan and Dean song on, <laughs> right. I would be like, oh, that's the, Beast, probably Boys. the Beast Boys. Yeah. And they would go, no, that's Jan and Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't differentiate between those two particular ones at all. Yeah. And no, I mean, they, they, they might have a place on a, on a nice July night yes. when you're sitting at the pool. That's about it. I'm right there with you. I, I don't know what that. I don't know what the deal is with the Beach Boys. And and all their song. Remember that time when Aerosmith made "Crying Amazing and Crazy," and it <laughs> sounded like the it sounded like the same song. Right. That's what the Beach uh, Boys, too. except for me like too. pet sounds. Right? Wasn't that or pet sessions? Whatever the hell that yeah. one weird where like Brian Wilson one, was in was, was, like in bed forever, and he yeah. just kind of like rolled out, and, and they were yeah. trying different things. I got no use for the Beach Boys, and I got no use for Pink Floyd either. I had, really? I, yeah. I I mean they're okay. Right, but I had I had a roommate in college that had everything, and it's just like, okay, they're yeah. just they're just doing this to do this stuff anymore. They're a workout. I mean, you have to kind of you really kind of have to strap in and go. All right, I need to absorb what's going on here. And sometimes I don't want music to have to do that. Yeah. Did you ever try the Dark Side of the Moon, Alice in Wonderland crap? Oh, Wizard they, of Oz. No. Yeah, no. Well, that's what it was. Wizard of Oz. I thought it was Alice. Maybe it's Alice. Everyone has their own movie they put it to. Right. And my friend was like, "No, you got to check this out." I'm just like. I'm bored. Right. Like, it just, it goes on, whoop de freaking do Like, I'm bored. Let's let's move Probably on. Just watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. Without without this different soundtrack. Um, speaking of boring, I love this question. Um, here's the question. You're invited to join the Pantheon of Gods, right? The Greek and Roman gods. Okay. okay. Zeus, everything up in Olympus. But you're in an entry-level position. Okay. What ordinary, mundane, everyday thing do you choose to be God of. I have one, and you're going to laugh at me because it's the lowest common denominator, but I am the God of regular ball movements. I am Dumpus. Oh. <laughs> I am Dumpus, the God of, re- of being regular. Have you gotten to that age where you just you really look forward to it? Where you go, oh, wow. I, I, I now understand my father more than right. I ever did as a child. I don't take. You want to tell people about it when you get done? It's like you would not believe it was all of it, the whole thing. Came out. <laughs> exactly, it was amazing. It was a good day. I am like clockwork right. every day after work. For the most part, I either go home before I work out, I take care of it, or afterwards mm-hmm. I run it out. I, I, I eat my kale, I eat my salad, and I, so I am the god Dumpus. No I am the god of regular bowel movements. That's it's a, a mundane, choice. everyday thing, but it's an important every. Like it's one of those things you know you're healthy if you're doing it every day. Sure, and so. The, some people would pray to the god of Dumpus to help them be more regular. The people right. that get bound up, maybe too much cheese, whatever it may be, the, they would have a little shrine of Dumpus over there, <laughs> and they would come and they would, I don't know, offer up whatever roughage yes. needs to be offered up. Well. And Dumpus would be there to be like, tomorrow at 3.30, that's going to be your time. Everybody's got their constitutional time. 
I had a guy I worked with uh, back in the day at Hot Topic when he went on the Atkins diet. Uh, every every morning at like 8.30 before we'd open the store, he'd be like, hey, clear out the back room. I got business to attend to. By the way, this episode brought to you by both Hot Topic and the Atkins Diet Plan. <laughs> Thank them both. special discount code, Mike and Molson, when you get yeah. there. When you, when, um, when, you, when you want early 2000 nostalgia, you want this show, <laughs> Atkins and Hot Topic. <laughs> well, I don't want to anger the god of Dumpus, for sure. I do not want to be, <laughs> I do not want to be smoted by the god of Dumpus. No, where you bound up for a week oh, and you're just so bloated you can't get it terrible. out. That would be car- terrible. So that that's that's, that's my good. entry. Do you have anything? What would you be the uh, the god of the ordinary, mundane, everyday thing Gosh, to choose to be I, the god of? I don't know if I could top that. I wish I was like a uh, – I'd like to be a god of a filing cabinet or something. Like the one who does all the filing. The paper. There's probably a lot of paperwork. Phylus? Up, up on, yes, phylus. Phylus? Phylo the, the phylus. <laughs> The, um, the god of filing things alphabetically? Because or I, would what think, would it be? I, I would think that there's a lot of paperwork up on Mount Olympus. Oh. There's always something going on. There's a. Um, there's. You are the, really getting into this entry level position. Yeah. You're, you're 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 filing things right away. I mean, when you when when you have to when you know who 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 orders up the rock to chase Sisyphus, for example, uh, right? I mean, who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna bound Prometheus uh, so, True. for the eagle to come eat its liver or something like right. that? Some, somebody's got to make the phone calls. Someone's, I would do that. You would do that. File would do that until I prove myself. You put the I'll paperwork through, then you move up to middle yeah. management. Guy, that's what I would shoot for. There you go. We're both very entry level with our filing mm-hmm. position, and I'm more. I'm basically janitorial. Yeah, I'm basically cleaning up the toilets. So Phylus and Dumpus. Pandora opens her box. There's a lot of paperwork to be. I mean, there's a oh, lot. There, of, there's, there's insurance policies you got to oh, look God, into. So much. You've got to call Public Works. You have to. You have to. And then call. you got to find someone to try to stuff it back oh, in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. you don't want any part of that. You've you got to a new account who, at the electric company. Who are you going to call? You're going to call Phylus at that point. You're going <laughs> to Phylus and Dumpus. Uh, so moving on here, the Mike and Molson, too good for radio, but not good enough for a podcast. <laughs> podcast. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had the the this, this time where you get a, a odd or random text that isn't meant for you, like it's a wrong number or a wrong phone call? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is the weirdest one you've you've gotten uh, in that particular instance? And have you ever gotten a phone call, whether it be a wrong number or a maybe a telemarketer? That you carry on a conversation with much longer than just, hey, I think you got the wrong number. Now, are we including the 14 people who are running for governor in the state of Illinois right now? Oh, God. Yeah. Are you getting those texts? Not yet. Not yet. Thank goodness. I'm not not getting those texts as of yet. I don't know where my phone number is, but I'm getting one from everybody. I think for me, it's more I had an elongated text conversation than I ever did a phone call. Like the phone call was always very much, oh, I'm sorry. I think you have the wrong number. All right. Even voicemails that have been left on my phone. Some go a little bit longer than they should. I never know how to react to those. I think the weirdest one I had in that particular situation was someone called trying to tell someone that they're like a family member had passed. Oh, they're wow. like, hey, hey, Bobby, I'm sorry about, you know, your aunt. She was a very kind woman. You know, I, I know I haven't <laughs> reached out in a while. So I'm like, do I then text this number back and be like, hey, I'm not Bobby. You may want to check it out right. because he needs to know. Or do I call that now? I just kind of let it be. And to this day, I don't know if Bobby knew his aunt ended up dying. Did you write back and just say, I was sick of her anyway? <laughs> I should have. Yeah. I should have texted to that voicemail and been like, hey. I don't. I don't know why you're calling me. I don't care about you know Aunt Virginia or whatever it may be. I know. Pro- I, I. I don't. I, I. I never really enjoyed her company anyway. But that's the oddest for me. I never really had an elongated phone conversation though. 
The only thing I did, and I and to, the, to this day I still feel horrible, um, was back when back when telemarketers were people, and it wasn't just a recording. Yeah, the robocall. You, you know, yeah, uh, asking about your car warranty. Um, I got a call from I don't know if she was selling a credit card or a magazine subscription or. And this is probably before we had caller ID too, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Caller ID, you were like, because right. there was, yeah, there so was it must have been. Yeah, there was a moment in time that we all had, we all probably experienced of a certain age, where when the phone rang, it was a moment of excitement. You had to pick it up. You had to pick it up to know what was going on, or you could screen with the answering machine right. if you really wanted to. But for the most part, we were all kind of programmed to answer that phone. phone rings, you answer it. Yeah, and so. Um, she goes through her sales pitch, um, just real stiff and reading a script and everything. And I start in about, you know, I really, I can't afford this, but uh, maybe we could just talk for a minute. I mean, just uh, nobody usually calls here at all. It's just really nice Aww. to hear a person's voice uh, once in a while. And I'm just, I'm just, just really playing on, it yeah, on. Just, just laying it on thick. Um, and she's doing everything she can to get back on scripts. Like, well, you know, you could get uh, 1,600 American Express points if you, you know. Um, <laughs> and you're like, I wish I could, but yeah, I just like, don't I, have the know, money for that. Not, it's, it's not, not going to happen for me. I've been through a lot, and I just, it's, it's just really, it's, I, I just want to thank you a lot for, for calling because I don't usually get a, get phone calls from people. And uh, it's just nice to hear humans, but, you know, so I'm just going on through this whole I had thing. to have a real connection with someone. I don't really have that very often. Probably, probably went on for three minutes or so. So it wasn't wasn't anything ridiculous, uh, and she's got to move on to her next call because uh, did, yeah. call, calls are being monitored for quality assurance. <laughs> <laughs> and the quality you've given her is not right. what she was looking for. About four days later, an envelope shows up in the mail, thick. Um, so there's stuff in it, uh, handwritten, addressed to me, some woman's name on it, um, and I open it up, and she said. And there's pictures in there of her and like her kid. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, and this note saying, "Hey, listen, you know, uh, you, you seem like a really nice person, uh, and, and I'm sorry I wasn't able to talk to you, but I hope you don't mind. I hope it's not too weird. I looked at your uh, address on the computer, and so I thought I'd write you this letter. Holy and, crap! Uh, and all of a sudden, and so and so now she goes into this whole thing where I don't know she was." 22 and had a, a 14 year old kid. I mean, it was just. <laughs> so now she's the one that really needed to talk to you about things. Of like, oh, my life is taking a wrong turn. I don't know how I ended up knowing people on the phone. Yeah, right. I, I, right. I would have blinked twice if you would have given me an out. Could you, <laughs> could you please save me now? I would love that right. human interaction. You know, yeah. And, and, and since she goes, yes, like usually when I call people, they're mad and they hang up and they, but you were nice and the whole thing. and the, the, uh, So, yeah, now, now, because like I, I was joking. She was actually trying to, looking for a lifeline uh, or maybe. Maybe she was. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we were doing a whole routine, and I didn't really pick up on it. Maybe that was <laughs> some was performance going. art. It, it could have been. <laughs> Did you write her back? No. No. You ended it at that. I wish I still had. That. Was she like married? Was she available? No. Or I, was think, it I, I think she was like a single mom. I remember her being very young, and uh, and having a kid uh, of a, of an age where you go, oh my gosh, man, she probably got pregnant when, when she was like fourteen years of high school oh, or something. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> no, it's kind of bizarre that they would go that. It's far. laughing because like, I did it to myself. I was right, like, exactly. I, 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 you you know. opened it. You, it, was, it, was, it was like you're always, you're always saying, don't initiate a conversation. <laughs> right. Don't need small talk. Right. You decided to play a joke, right. and it came back on you. Yeah, so I'm sitting there having a good laugh, and then I feel like an absolute ass. You should have you you pursued it. I probably should have. Who knows? Uh, who who knows what could have happened in that particular yeah. situation? Well, send better pictures next time, Toots. <laughs> Don't lead with the kid. I don't <laughs> leave that for the next date. Don't lead with photos of the child right, already. Exactly. Come on, lady. Know your audience. Uh, speaking of know your audience, um, we have talked about food quite a bit here on this particular over the years. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions brought out by Ask Reddit, and that's where we kind of mine a lot of the material we do here on this not uh, too good for radio, not good enough for a podcast podcast. Uh, what's an overrated food in your mind? A food that's vastly overrated. Steak. Boy, you know, when I was younger, I would I would jump across this this board right now and strangle you because I was a big beef eater. But anymore, you're not wrong, I don't think. I like steak. I, I do too. And there's I, too many varieties, isn't there? I can't keep them all straight. There's been a couple of times in my life where I've had a steak and went, oh my God, that was amazing. But just a couple of times. Yeah. There's a, to me, there doesn't need to be that many. The people, the people who say, I like the marbled fat, <laughs> right? The people are just like, oh, right. I need a good ribeye or whatever. Like, I, I don't need that. That's so you have something to say at their wake. It's like, well, I know. He's, <laughs> he liked he's the marbled- 48 years old and had a grabber, he, but he loved the marbled fat. <laughs> he loved a good ribeye. I mean, there's one he thing you could mar- say about him was. <laughs> he loved his marbled fat. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's if it why weren't he, for the marbled fat, he'd, he'd still, still be here be today. <laughs> if he only would have had a filet from time to time, but that was always too pricey for him. Yes. I think you're onto something. I, I, I like steak. steak. I, I, don't, I don't have I'm, any I'm issue. I'm not going to turn one down. I don't. It's one that I very rarely, even when I go to like a steakhouse anymore, right? right? Even when I'm at a really good steakhouse, I still kind of lean more to the seafood, Mm -hmm. like a Chilean sea bass or something like that. Give me that over the steak. I mean, somebody is going to comment and say, well, if you haven't had the Wagyu beef from Japan, then the thing is What's with the Wagyu beef or the grass-fed organic? I don't don't know know what's with it. Maybe I'm missing something. Exactly. But it's hard for me to say I'm going to pay $78 an ounce for your Wagyu beef. Right. How is it that much different from the two-for-eight-dollar sirloin special from (laughs) Hy-Vee? There's another new sponsor. Atkins, um, Hy-Vee, and Hot Topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe, they, But I, I've done that where I've bought the real nice one at the at the butcher and, and put it on the grill, and I've had it and went, yeah, that was good. Yeah. But steak. It, steak is overrated. Yeah, steak. There, you, I said it. You're damn right. That's a hot take. Hot take alert. Boy, you had a really good one. First thing that came to mind to me was caviar. Oh yeah! Like it, everyone's like, oh, put it on a pedestal. And it's like it's it's salty fish egg. Like, yeah, like like that's not something. It's I just a lot. Of, put- it's a lot of commotion for not a lot of payoff. Right. It's like okay, that that's what everyone is all up in arms about. Is is this is so? Oh my god, it's going to change your life. It's like no. Yeah. The one time I had it, maybe it's because I didn't have like the top of the line. But I don't imagine how much different a fish egg can be than the other one. Right. Well, I mean, to be it, to be honest with you, yeah, I, I would stay away from the uh, the caviar from the Dollar General. For example. yeah, that would probably not be a good uh, way to start. Um, schnooks, though, probably has some. <laughs> that, that's a that's a bigger bigger step up. By the way, give the bell oh, for yeah, that as well. That. That's a little bit uh, bigger <laughs> step up. I'm trying to think some other overrated food. 
I saw someone say, and they're not wrong. I just like it. But the the going overboard that people have done for avocado toast, it's not as life changing as you make it out to be. No, it certainly isn't. Like I enjoy it; I it's enjoy delicious. It. I I really like it, but it's not one of those things that should be in the upper echelon of of international cuisines. It's it's avocados either cut and put on there with other things or mashed in almost like a guacamole on toast. It shouldn't be ranking as high as it is. It's, I love it. I like it. It's my go-to it's basic bitch brunch with that and a bottomless mimosa and I'm good to go. <laughs> and I, I, I love it. I'll watch my housewives mm-hmm. and my Vanderpump rules of the cows come home on that right. Sunday fun day. Woo-hoo. ballet slippers. Exactly. Drinking out of a penis straw. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't deserve to be as high up on the food chain of food that it is. So it it's a bit it, overrated. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things that somehow has. Like, remember when when polenta got to be real popular? Did you ever have polenta? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I love me yeah, some good polenta. I, I, I do too. But um, it's hard to differ- differentiate polenta from grits sometimes. Well, and that's just it. You know, I mean, it was it was my my grandparents used to laugh when it would be in these fancy restaurants because it, that's what they ate in the depression. I mean, it's just right. it's just cornmeal. It's poverty. It's poverty. It's poverty potatoes. But somehow <laughs> it just became <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, like poverty it nuts. Something special. Yeah. yeah, it did. Yeah, I, I do like me a good polenta. But I do yeah, too. yeah. But I think steak is the, the is a steak. great answer with the overrated food. I'll have a pork chop over a steak. I do there. like. Now we're going viral. Yeah, we are. Hot take alert here on the podcast <laughs> on the Too Good for Radio. Now <laughs> it's going to be the hot take pod. <laughs> food takes. Pork chops better than steak. Bing 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 bing. Do you like uh, – I like a good pork chop, too. Do, do you need barbecue on your pork chop, though? Or do you nah. just like a good seasoned pork chop? Yeah, season it. Yeah, just season, just season good. Uh, brined? Sure. Yeah, I like it brined. I, would, I, I like a brined pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Next I don't. I think we've, I think we've done all we yeah, can do exactly. here. So, and we end, uh, as we now have a, a, another new name, Too Good for Radio, Not Good Enough for a Podcast podcast. But for a while there, we, we were talking about um, the boobs and go and the awkward boner. Oh, right. This has both boobs and boners oh, involved great, in great. this particular story from, shockingly enough, <clears throat> Dear Prudy. Hit it. It begins. <clears throat> I'm having a rather silly problem with my otherwise wonderful wife. She gets up early every morning before work to go to the gym, then takes a shower when she gets back to our small one-bedroom apartment. After her shower, she says she gets, quote-unquote, overheated easily while we're both getting ready for work. I can understand that, if I've already showered while she's gone, and she's been exercising, and then she's showered, plus she needs a blow dryer to style her hair. But her way of dealing with this is to walk around almost naked in just her bra and underwear, until she absolutely has to get dressed to leave for work. She eats her breakfast like this, puts on her makeup this way. She basically just goes about her morning routine with barely any clothes on, and sometimes she skips the bra entirely. <laughs> the whole bra. Just, just, not even one bra. No, the whole thing. The whole thing. Skips the entire thing. No not kidding. just Not just one hanging out there, both for everybody wow. to see as she walks around. Under, yeah, under other circumstances, I would enjoy this. But when I'm trying to get myself ready for the day, it's kind of distracting. I find myself getting aroused. There it is. Come on. And since we're both trying to get out the door for work, it's a bad time for sex. But then I get to work and I'm frustrated all day long because I'm thinking about the entire bra gone or her walking around in the bra <laughs> panties. I've tried raising this issue with her delicately, and she gets offended that I can't control myself after we've been married for eight years, which I find offensive. 
She's the one walking around half naked. How do I try to resolve this problem peacefully? Wow. Eight years of wedded bliss, and this guy's upset that his wife's walking around in a bra and panties because he gets so revved up that he can't do anything about it because they're getting ready for work. She's walking around, and then he gets to work, awkward boner, whatever he's still got, yeah. whatever, and he's frustrated all day long. Then he gets home. They're both you know tired from the work day. Nothing happens, and he's all upset about it. Trollop walking around in her bra and panties. Man, dude, come on. You know, I mean, don't we all, look, everyone likes to see their wife walking around naked. Yes, that's that's just, that's awesome. Now, I don't think the opposite is true. Without a doubt. I don't think in this, if in this situation, right, if this was a dear prudy with the wife going, I got a problem with my husband. He he goes to the gym in the morning, Mm -hmm. comes back. And he's overheated, and he walks around without any, you know, sometimes without his entire underpants on. This the entire the, underpants gone. This is his solution, then. He, need, he the, needs to do that. Fight fire with fire? Yeah. Just walk around? Because if, 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 if that's the thing, then he, he should do that. She'd go, what the hell is this about? <laughs> uh, and he'd say, I don't know. I'm, just no, I'm don't, overheated. What do you want? Exactly. What are you, um, you going to do? I'm going to sit here and eat my bre- breakfast with it all just hanging out for you. Right. And, and then maybe she would the, go, oh, okay, I see what's I'll put on a rope. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but that being said, for God's sakes. Can you turn it off? I, I understand to your point. You enjoy seeing as, as a man. And I think it's cool after eight years of marriage and everything else that he's that revved up and everything. Yeah. That's great. But you can, there's times and places where you understand the, pardon the pun, ins and outs of what's going on. It's, it's that you should kind of kind of tone it down a little exactly. bit there, buddy. It's it's nude in passing. Right. It, and it's not even fully nude. Sometimes sans bra. Right. But otherwise, she's got bra and panties on. Are you? Do you feel the same way when you go to the beach right. and she's in a bikini? Do you go, oh, I right. why are we in this public beach? I can't do anything about it. Arr. I can't walk past a mannequin and tug right. it. <laughs> Without going, oh, no, I'm oh, frustrated great. all day. Um, um, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's something more with this guy, right? I mean, yeah, something. I think he. Yeah, I don't know if he's just. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's not that you get to a point where you're desensitized by it. You just. You say, okay, that's that's just sort of everyday nude. nude. This that's, is sex nude. Yeah, there's sex nude and everyday nude. And everyday nude is not her eating breakfast and doing her hair and right. getting ready for work. That's not everyday. That's everyday nude. That's not sexy nude. Correct. And you got to be able to differentiate that, my friend. After eight years, you should know that line of delineation. It's not on her. No, that's not on her at all. I mean, you know, put some clothes on when you're eating. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't think you should be. Yeah. Nude and food. They rhyme, but that's about it. <laughs> I think you're right on that. Yeah. I don't even know. Unless you're at a pool and even then you're not fully nude. Like if she's going sans bra, like if she's in bra and panties, that's like eating in a bikini. Right. Could and be. so so you could you could do that. But but breakfast food is not the food you would eat. In that particular situation, you yeah. don't eat breakfast at a pool or at a beach. You don't. You don't. You don't. So if it's a sandwich, it's okay. Now, if there's something are- he's not telling us, I mean, it, it, does she like have uh, high heels on and one foot up on the table and she's eating strawberries or something? I mean, that, then, then <laughs> she's dipping it now, in the yogurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at me. Or yeah. asking him to come over, feed me grapes for my breakfast. Exactly. You know, which is entirely possible. I would not put it past her. Yeah. But that that doesn't seem like the case. Okay. But but here's what Prudy has to say. Ah, Temptus Fugit. <laughs> At this stage in my life, the way I turn off my husband is to walk around naked. 
This is Bing. Yeah, Prudy. This is a sweet dilemma. So it's too bad you both get so annoyed with each other over the fact that after eight years, the sight of you undressed wife bouncing around, or your undressed wife bouncing around the apartment is so arousing. I get letters. Well, from, he didn't say bouncing. That's a that's a different <laughs> yeah, too. That, right, if she's bouncing, if of she's, course. If she's like Tigger, a right. wonderful thing about bunga bunga bunga. That is. She's running Baywatch slow motion. Boing, yeah. Uh, so she's uh, Prudy goes. I get letters from women uh, wishing their husbands weren't lounging around with the family jewels draped over the upholstery. <laughs> they do find it. Uh, uh, they do not find it a turn on. But I think yours is the first from a guy who finds his wife toilet so distracting he can't get out of the, he can't get out the door. But surely once you're at the office you're able to focus on the marketing data and don't spend the whole day moaning over your morning testicular v- vasocongestion. <laughs> That's a great one right there. Watch your mouth, young lady. Yeah, if you're not able to move on and save it for later, you sound very juvenile. That's what we were talking about. Instead of continuing to fight over this, try taking this action. Not the kind of action that'll make you late for work. But a buy a pretty short sheer robe for your wife and give it to her as a gift. Explain that she's so damn attracted that if she were a little more covered in the morning, it would help you focus on the day ahead. Tell her she, of course, doesn't have to wear it, but that you know that color looks great on her, and you hope it's lightweight enough that she can put it on without getting overheated. Let's hope that she takes your gesture in good spirit and likes the robe. Of course, if it's silky and sexy, seeing her in it may have an unintended consequence of overheating you. So that's the way Prudy says. Just that's, tell a, that, that's a reasonable solution, it I is. think. Yeah. You know, I would hope that after eight years, too, you could at least have the conversation of, wow, you really cranked me up today. Maybe you and I, when we get home tonight, yeah, can have could, a little fun. Right. Can you, can you say that instead? Be like, hey, you know. But in a better would... way than what I just said. <laughs> Wow. Because what I just said would not work at all. Yeah, wow, you really crank me up. Can we do the old hibbity-dibbity? When I get home, let's do the old, you know, horizontal bebop, as they say. Be a little more eloquent with your words. Right, yeah, exactly. Kind of uh, be like, uh, you know, after eight years, you... The the feelings that you stir up inside of me are still what they were that first time. And so could we have a, I don't know, do you say passion? Is that a word? You could, I, I'm married. I don't even know what the, the correct way to, to go about this would be. And look, if none of this works, then you, you just swing. You just take your pants off and just let it swing. Exactly. If and, none and, of this and then works, she'll go, oh, I see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just traipse around because no one needs to see, no one needs to see a man eating breakfast nude or brushing their teeth nude. Exactly. That is for certain. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in once again to the Too Good for Radio, Not Good for a Podcast podcast. I'm Mike Wimmacher. I'm Johnny Molson. And we'll see you next time on the internets or wherever you're listening to your podcast. I hope you're listening right now once again in some awkward situation like a waiting room or whatever and you're either laughing uncontrollably with your headphones on or the entire waiting room now knows about (laughs) men dangling around not eating things nude.